Hey everyone, this is Dr. Nick Hoffman at the Marist School. Welcome to Tales from the Social Studies Department, the podcast where the students tell you the stories that they wish were on the curriculum. Okay, hi everyone. I'm Mary Claire Fish. I'm Faith Henley. Um, this is our podcast for this episodes for AP US History. Um, so today we will be telling a story of a great person in American pop culture and American history, um, in television and in the film industry. Um, so today we'll be telling the story of this person to our guest, Merritt Walsh. Merritt, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey everyone, um, I'm <laughs> a junior and I don't take U.S. history. She no doesn't even know um, a sliver about who we're talking about. So we're teaching not it one today. ounce. She's go- we're gonna get someone who doesn't know about this person's raw reaction to their life story. Um, so, who, who are we talking about? We're talking about Elizabeth Taylor. We're talking about Elizabeth Taylor. Um, who is this woman? She's an American actress. Um, and you'll figure out the rest yeah, when we tell you our, uh, about her. So, we're going to talk about her childhood. We're going to talk about who she was before the fame, then after, and all in between. Elizabeth Taylor was born in 1932. Um, her family moved from England, so she is a British-American actress. Uh, while she was well, not really. I mean, does she have a British accent? She, her, her parents were in England at the time, but then they moved back to America. I don't know. If I she's, mean, they still call her a British-American actress at the time. Alright, whatever. She was born in Britain. She's a British-American actress. Yeah. So following World War II, they moved to the U.S., Los Angeles, in fact. And her father was an art dealer, and so they came into contact with some of Hollywood's elite. So this allowed her to get some time on the screen. Uh, her first debut was in There's One Born Every Minute, 1942, when she was 10. And she signed to MGM in 1943 and made several other films. Yeah. So she's best known for her acting career, but mainly her scandalous love life. And we'll get into all eight of her marriages later. Uh, her breakthrough acting role was 1944. Well, she was married eight separate times. Not to eight separate people. Correct. Yes. So she was 12 years old, and she earned $4 million and a Hollywood spotlight from this one movie. <sighs> um, and she went to go on and win her first Oscar for Butterfield 8. Okay, so she asked for $1 million and they gave it to her. So she's now the highest-paid performer in Hollywood of all time, actor and actresses in total. All right, so she stars in around 38 films, and her net worth is between $600 million and $1 billion. That's a lot of money. Yeah. She's um, a famous woman. She's a famous woman. Her love life was making national headlines while she was shining as an actress, and she would have eight marriages and four children in her lifetime. So let's talk about the marriages. All right, let's let's get into the nitty gritty. The interesting part. The nitty gritty of the of this episode. <laughs> Merritt, do you have anything to add so far? Like how how are you feeling? I'm um, I'm just feeling pretty excited. What what do we think about her so far? Um, she seems kind of kind of like a girl boss, you making money. Say, I, I, I would say, say that. Yeah. I would say that. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> So her first marriage was when she was 18. 18. He, that's young. That's that's a ripe age. Fresh that's, out of the womb. That's like us, basically. That's, yeah. Faith, um, you're getting married in a month. Well, it wasn't illegal because he was 23. What is you? It, you mean it wasn't illegal because she was 18? It wasn't. It wasn't illegal because he was 23. 
Okay, I don't even. I don't think that's how the law works. (laughs) Okay, so it was to Conrad, Nikki. Conrad. Conrad, quote unquote, Nikki Hilton Jr. This was in the year 1950. Oh yeah. While she was 18, he was 23. He was the son of the Hilton Hotel manager, Conrad Hilton, and. He is Paris Hilton's future great uncle. I've got to say, what Paris is, Hilton. I know she her. hasn't been born yet? No, Paris Hilton was not born in 1950. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. Um, but Conrad, Nikki Hilton Jr., they met um, at a nightclub. Oh. She was 17. Okay, so then it was. <laughs> and they married less than a year later. I guess they were waiting for... Waiting for it to not be illegal? That feels waiting like for him to turn 23? No, they, were <laughs> 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 they were waiting for... I, maybe they were waiting for her to turn 18. I don't know. I, I probably That's a I didn't hear that, but they would get some backlash if she was that 17. Could, that could be. Yeah, just a little. Okay, but their wedding was paid for by MGM. The one she signed for Let, when she was 10. First off, let's talk about MGM. It's a very famous acting company still today. They sign actors. I think maybe they are in the music industry now. Probably. I, I think so. I know MGM, but um, they just sign. People help boost their careers. They sign left and right. They they save them. It's like a management company. (laughs) But their wedding was paid for by MGM um, because they wanted to capitalize on the event uh, for her publicity and also for her upcoming film, Father of the Bride. Because he's a lot older than her. He could be her father. No, it's just stop. (laughs) Father of the Bride's a very famous film. Five years, you can't be a father. Have you guys heard of Father of the Bride? Yes, I have. Okay, it's very famous, yeah. Um, But they divorced about eight months later. And she said it was due to his alcoholism, gambling, and abusive behavior. That'll she do said it. That, he would <laughs> yeah, get, that will do it. That will do it. <laughs> she said he would get drunk and abuse her. So that was probably the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> if you think, also not to mention she was 18, the ripe age of 18. Okay, well right the next one, 18. he's 20 years older than her. All right, we're getting there. Yeah, okay. I know, but so she married. Faith, don't jump the gun. She married Nikki Hilton Jr. in 1950. Flash forward, 1952. Um, married again? Married to Michael Wilding. Um, he was 20 years her senior, meaning 20 years older than her. Um, so she Whew. was about she was about 20 at the time. He was 40. 40. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. He's um, father of the bride. So they were, <laughs> they were married from 1952 to 1957. That's kind of a while. That is a while. They met while making Ivanhoe. Ooh. Um, and also, Taylor did say that their age gap was appealing because he's a father figure because she he, she That's thought like weird. having she thought marrying an <laughs> does she have daddy issues probably okay um she thought marrying someone older would be like more calming and less like involved in the publicity scene mm-hmm. was it um no anyhow <laughs> she was young so they had two sons together michael howard born in oh sorry about that <laughs> Michael Howard, born in 1953. They named and Michael's son Michael. Yes. Michael Jr. That's not unusual. Okay. And Christopher Edward, born in 1955. Um, but in 1955, um, Elizabeth Taylor was away filming Giant, Giant. and Wilding allegedly um, booked some service of strippers to their home. And Ooh. I don't think Miss Taylor was too happy that, about that. That's why they're old for that. That will also do it. That that'll do it. That will do so, it. So um, just a little cheating scandal. They divorced in 1957 following the birth of their two sons. Um, Wilding, he suffered from epilepsy and died. So she killed him. From inj- no, no, he suffered from epilepsy and died from injuries due to a seizure, fall from a seizure in 1979. Um, I they remained friends. 
um, because they were co-parents. Um, I'm yeah. They were on like decent terms because she wasn't really like too concerned with their love life as she was moving on to bigger and better things. Bigger and better people like Michael Todd, another Michael. All right, so she's got a thing they for just Michaels. keep getting older. He's 23 years older than her now. Yeah. Um. So 1957, she got divorced back to back. Not unusual for Miss Taylor. She marries Michael Todd, who's a film producer. Um, and he was 23 years older than her, as Faith said. Yeah. Um, they married in Mexico as she was pregnant. Did they with get their married do- because she was pregnant? Um, Is that the scandal? I'm going to have to say probably. Yeah, if they're getting married while she's, she's pregnant, pregnant at the wedding, there's really no other explanation. I mean, that's not true. All right, anywho. <laughs> um, okay, not we're not there. Okay, so they married in Mexico. She's pregnant with her daughter, Liza, um, named after Child Elizabeth Taylor, their third Elizabeth. Elizabeth. And then um, Faith wants to say this part. This is okay. the first tragedy. This is the first tragedy of Elizabeth Taylor. Um, her husband, Michael Todd, tragically died in a plane crash about a year after their wedding while on a flight to his private plane. No, he was on a flight. He was on a flight. On, on his, his private. On, to his, on his private plane. Um, and I'm pretty sure, is that why they divorced? She's a widow now? She, you okay, don't get divorced. divorced. She just became a widow. Um, <laughs> and she'll be remarried very soon. Okay, well, anywho. Um, following his death, after he died, this was... What'd she say about him? Well, it was really hard on Miss Taylor. Um, yeah. So she converted to Judaism as a way of honoring him because he was Jewish. He was very devoted to his Judaism. Um, and she claimed later in her life that he was one of the three true loves of her life, along with her future husband, future husband Richard Burton, and her jewelry, which... Jewelry. Wow. Yeah. That really says a lot about her personality. Miss, okay. Hey, Miss, a lot of people love jewelry. Ma'am, this girl had a lot of jewelry. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, one of her three true loves died in a plane crash, which is very tragic. Um, I think could also be the source of a lot of her abuse with drugs and alcoholism later in her life Mm -hmm. um a quote from her she said god i loved him my self-esteem my image everything soared under his exuberant loving care so clearly this is one of her most healthy marriages um uh clearly not if she's finding love six months after his all right well demise just just wait wait till you hear about what she had to say about this marriage Mm. um so michael todd died in 1958 um, but in 1959, here comes Elizabeth Taylor marrying Eddie Fisher. Um, <sighs> she found love six months later with this heartthrob singer who was one of Todd's best friends. Todd's oh. best friend. Listen to this. He was the best man at Taylor's wedding to Todd two years earlier. Oh, God. You know, so I can imagine... It seems like backstabbing. Yeah, that feels like a little bit of a betrayal. I, I think it's kind of like odd because she maybe was, it you makes could, obviously she was very hurt by the death of Eddie. Might remind her of her husband that died. That could be true. Um, but after filming Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, which was interrupted by That's Todd's my death, movie. at the end of that filming, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Taylor, she married Eddie Fisher. Um, now here, this is a big scandal. Listen Ooh. to this. Merritt, listen to this. Okay, I'm um, waiting. So, Eddie Fisher abandoned his wife, Debbie <gasps> Reynolds, who was Taylor's best friend and had served as her maid of honor at the wedding. Oh, my <laughs> God. For the wedding to um, Todd. 
That's crazy. So let me get this straight. So, she no, no, no. Picture this: two people getting married. Best maid of honor and best man are also married. Okay. Mm-hmm. Husband at the wedding dies, so the bride marries the best man. Who I assume her and her friend aren't. aren't they're not friends, friends anymore. Well, her and Debbie. Obviously. Poor Debbie. Um, her and Debbie went through a bit of a rough patch. Hi, oh, but they're back. They're coming back. They were best friends. They had been best friends. Um, many years later, well, the marriage with Eddie and Miss Taylor ended in 1964. But two years following the end of their marriage, Taylor and Reynolds rekindled their friendship. Um, Do Reynolds and Fisher get back together? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Oh, no. Um, but Elizabeth Taylor did say in later interviews that she married Fisher due to her grief over Michael Todd's death. But Reynolds and Fisher never rekindled after their messy divorce, um, as one would assume. Yeah, that makes sense. In Elizabeth Taylor's autobiography, she said, this is a quote, direct quote, she said, it was distressing to open the papers day after day, see captions under my photographs referring to me as a homewrecker. She was one, though. Yeah, a little bit. I'm Okay, but listen to this. Her relationship with Fisher kind of hit hit rock bottom when she fell in love with her Cleopatra co-star, oh god, Richard Burton. She she could not goes again. <laughs> okay, Richard Burton. This is like her one of her faves. One of her yeah. One of her biggest true loves in life. Um more or less from, so than the jewelry. This is like her biggest marriage, I would say. Um, this one lasted the longest, my belief. Um, but they were married. They married March 15th, 1964. Um, he's usually seen as the, described as the love of her life because he's the most well-known husband of hers, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, he was her fifth husband, but they married twice. They got divorced and then a few months later married again. But, um, so they'd been having an affair. She was married to Eddie Fisher and... She oh started God, having another affair. How many affairs? I don't know. Can't she got him through an affair and then had an affair with him? I can't. She just like wait. I, she does what she wants. Okay? I guess. Yeah. Um, she got away with it, but they had an affair on side of Cleopatra, and they're both married to other people. Oh my God. Were caught on a yacht, and I don't know how to pronounce Ishkia. it. Ish- Ishkia. <laughs> Which well, this is it was in Europe. Um, them being caught having an affair in Ischia led to them being condemned for erotic vagrancy by the Vatican. So the Catholic oh. Church abandoned them. But isn't she I Jewish? Guess, I, honestly, I, yeah. The Catholic um, Church just wants to she, be involved. I, I really don't know what that means. I'm guessing the Vatican heard there's some cheater, cheater It's just something bad. Out by the water. They want in on the drama. They said, Christ compels you. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, but they involved th- th- themselves. Elizabeth Taylor married Burton nine days after divorcing Eddie Fisher. Oh, my God. She is quick. <laughs> she can't even wait. Um, oh. And they were co-stars in, uh, like... I think it's, like, three, A lot of films. No, three or four. It's, it's 11. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> three, four, 11. They were, like... They were in a lot of films together, and he gave her a $1 million diamond necklace, which is also why she says jewelry is her... I would love that. Men, men gave her a lot of... She's just the men seducer. <laughs> you could say. One would um, say. 
Anywho, they were publicly known as the Battling Burtons due to the amount of scandals throughout their marriage. Oh my god. Because they had many intense fights where they screamed each other and regularly regularly broke furniture. As I said, they started in 11 films together and were one of Hollywood's most powerful couples. But on um, June 26, 1974, they divorced. That's surprising. I, she divorced someone? But <laughs> they reconciled next year in Botswana. Oh, Botswana. But... Uh, don't. Their second marriage ended less than a year later. Their second marriage and lasted from October 10th, 1975 to July 29th, 1976. That's a quick so not one. not very long. Oh, and they also had adopted a daughter named Maria throughout the relationship. Maria. So their fourth, or Taylor's fourth child. Um, okay. So, now it's the year's 1976. She's fresh out of a long-lasting relationship with Richard Burton. It lasted a while. Um, here Two comes marriages. John Warner, husband sixth, but her seventh marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was a Republican senator. And they married five She's months. She's moving up in rank. I mean, I'd say Richard Burton was, he's pretty famous. Yeah, I kind of He's not a senator, though. Yeah, but uh, it, I think it depends what you can I'm feeling like his fame might trump that. I'm not sure. I would say it would. I would say. He was a Republican senator, and they married... Five months after their... That's she kind of a while, because... She does not waste time. She's typically going in days. Like, a no, few she's days not. after. Well, I guess that's only if you have an affair with them and, yeah. and join them for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, Elizabeth Taylor, her fame, did help his electoral campaign. but And she married him in 1976, because she thought it would she would have a calmer life after being the spotlight with Richard Burton the for so year, long. The same year Burton died, or Burton and her got divorced again. Yeah. She thought, um, like... She would be out of the spotlight for because she had been in it for so long that marrying him would I think kind this of puts her in more a of a spotlight. Um, I don't. So after she helped him with his electoral campaign, she got bored. Well, yeah. She obviously got bored. She'd used to been go 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 for so long. Yeah. Um, but um, apparently her boredom through the relationship led to her alcoholism, alcoholism and dependency on drugs, and also her past occurrences well um, she obviously had sh- been struggling with a lot that being illegal i assume having a senator as your husband would not be what's good. illegal drugs she she would use like painkillers like prescribed painkillers so i don't know how illegal it's still illegal you can't uh, take painkillers that aren't prescribed to you necessarily oh okay well she also had a lot of health issues so like she just got addicted to yeah we'll talk about that later she had a bunch of stuff Okay, foreshadow. (laughs) (laughs) A little sneak Um, peek. But her boredom led to their marriage spiraling and the demise of their marriage. Um, Following the divorce in 1982, um, Taylor sought out treatment for her drug and alcohol dependency, Um, which is good. Yeah, good for Um, her. This is another long marriage, I guess. She kind of just went through the marriage, like, not expecting much out of it and i guess she didn't which led to her abuse of substance so 1982 she went a good bit being single yeah a few years for her this is a lot but also most of that time was spent in and out of rehab and treatment facilities yeah it's hard to have a relationship she's (laughs) also doing other things with like she took a break from acting for a little bit so here comes larry fortensky Sorry about that. We are we're now introducing a new guest because our other one had to go. Um, 
Sorry for the abruptness. Okay, so here we have Anna Claire Keffin. Hey. Introduce yourself. <laughs> My name is Anna Claire Keffin. What do you want me to do say? Anything else? No. She's not in A push either, but so she's eager to learn about Elizabeth Taylor. All right, so she doesn't really know what's going on, but that's the fun of it. All right, so now <laughs> back. Little recap. We're talking about an actress who had no, wait, eight marriages, wait. and we're on marriage number seven right now. Okay. Um, that we're about to talk about. Okay, so this is she had eight marriages, but this is her last husband because she remarried. Okay. A woman? No. 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 Um. So the last one, Larry Fortensky, she married in 1991, after she'd spent almost an entire decade being single. Which is unlikely for her. Yeah. She's had <laughs> six others. Um. They met at her rehab and treatment center for Aww. prescription pills and alcohol addiction. It was at the Betty Ford Clinic. Um, this is the funny part. He, well, not funny. It's just like kind of random. But he was a construction worker. <laughs> <laughs> she married a senator and actors, but now she has a construction worker. Um, <laughs> he was a construction worker. It made them kind of um, strange. A strange couple, I guess. They wed... <laughs> At Michael Jackson's Neverland Ranch in California. Um, Michael and Taylor were friends. Yes. They my, were. Mr. Jackson and Miss Taylor were good buds. But um, Mr. Fortensky, am I saying that right? Fortensky? He was um, 20 years younger than Elizabeth Taylor. Younger? Oh, wow. At this time, now... This is her first younger husband. Now, don't get me wrong. Elizabeth Taylor, she was pretty. Um... She's gorgeous, which is also part at of her fame. Point, like she's kind of aging. But at this point, the drugs and alcohol, this isn't like... <laughs> really got to her. This isn't a hit against her saying anything bad. I'm just saying like the drugs and alcohol did lead to some um, physical effects. So she, um, I'm thinking all the drugs and alcohol are making her look a lot older than she was at the time. Um, but anywho, Elizabeth Taylor sold her wedding pictures with Fortinsky for $1 million to TMZ, I think. I don't really know who they were to. Who would she, buy they that? They never specific pu- publications would eat, eat that up. Magazines, whatever. It's um, getting old at this point. Yeah, but whatever. She <laughs> she used this money to start her AIDS foundation. Um, but following their divorce in 1996, she said she would never marry again, and she kept that promise. All and those husbands just to be alone for the rest of her life. <sighs> yes. Um, <laughs> but that was the... End of all of her marriages. All right. Um, well, there's some more tragedies. Now, those were all the marriages, but we're kind of going back in time. Um, this was 1966. She was married. That was during her marriage um, with Eddie Fisher. This was during her marriage with Eddie Fisher. Okay, so she... <laughs> just said that. <laughs> she had a best friend, Montgomery Clift. He's very famous. He's a very famous actor. He's also famous, yes. So... Taylor had a house party, and he was leaving, and on his way out, he got in a very bad car crash. And so Taylor rushed to the scene and saved his life because his teeth were falling out, and she had to pluck them out of his mouth so that he wouldn't, like, choke and die. Um, she tried really hard, but he never fully recovered, and he died in constant pain a year later. This kind of... Really graphic thing. Jeez. Well, this... You're really, like, choking on teeth. Okay, well, this... Despite her best efforts, <laughs> he was still in pain. Should have okay. plucked them out. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. But this... Why did he keep it positive? This began her passion for helping people, okay? And this becomes important. Well, next, we're going to talk about her relationship with Michael Jackson. Okay. So, after the husband... Just beat it. 
okay. the death of one of her husbands. Um, Which I one? I assume it's Todd, because he's the only one who died yeah. while they were married. Um, so they become they become friends, you know? Michael and, and Taylor. Michael and Taylor. Yeah. And he gives her tickets to his show. And <laughs> their friendship continues. Oh, live action MJ. <laughs> Yes, he gives tickets to a show. And when did Michael Jackson? Actually, you'll probably say that. But when did he die? You'll probably get to that. I, I do get to that. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> this uh, we're talking about her helping people. <laughs> he had some <laughs> allegations, sexual assault of children, against him. <laughs> it's not funny. I actually have heard that Michael Jackson's a predator. <laughs> yes. And so, but would you believe it if what? I told you that Taylor was defending him? <laughs> because he wait are they married at this time michael and taylor don't get wait, married I, I, that's, <laughs> we already went through all eight oh, okay. all seven um so that was another Is michael jackson gay yes because it was young boys that he was predating but the <laughs> okay. the assaults got dropped because of taylor's help it was just because of her no She's not just because of her but it definitely helped with the uh, publicity she kind of turned the public opinion all right so in her later years, we're talking after she has her drug and alcohol veins and she looks old. She retires from acting. You know, she's kind of taking a break from men as well. She's not getting married again. And she's really interested in philanthropy. You know, I mean, she's... Philanthropy. Philanthropy. Did you say philanthropy? No, it's philanthropy. Philanthropy. No. Philanthropy. Philanthropy. Yep. After, okay, so now she has another friend who's going to die, okay? So Montgomery Clift, she saved his life, you know, she became a doctor, basically. Um, he still died? Like a year later. All right. She, she slowed down his death. Um, but another close friend is going to perish. Rock Hudson, okay? <laughs> okay, first off, let me reiterate. Rock Hudson, very famous. Do you know who Rock Hudson is? Yes, I know all of his songs. He's an actor. <laughs> so that's actually really, really embarrassing. Okay. That you said. okay. He was in... No, yeah, I know every word of every song. He's a really famous actor. He was gay, and he was shamed for being gay. She probably helped against that. So he died of AIDS. After Mr. Hudson died of AIDS, she began to look for a cure, you know, because she believes she can do anything, because... Every man wants to marry her, and she has a bunch of jewelry and money and acting. So okay. why not start an entire business for AIDS? So she co-founds the American Foundation for AIDS Research. Very famous. Um, she was granted There's several There's still not awards. a cure for AIDS, so I'm pretty sure I don't have that shot. I'm so <laughs> pretty sure she failed. Um, no, she was trying to raise money to help doctors find the cure. They never found She's it. She's not finding there's, the cure there's herself. Still, that's why there's still foundations to look for the cure for aids today you, you can donate you i think donate you should now. we're gonna please please okay, donate so to the link the two awards that she was given for this are the french french legion of honor in 1987 and the american film institute's lifetime achievement award in 2000 so now we get to one of the more interesting parts of this why she, isn't the rest interesting well the rest is interesting this Not everyone gets recognized by the Queen of England, okay? <laughs> and our girl, Elizabeth Taylor, she was. And, you know, they named her a dame. You're probably wondering, what is a dame? And I'm going to tell you right now. As she a looks dame she- is either a title given to a woman equivalent to the rank of a knight 
or an elderly woman. I'm guessing so, it's the equivalent of a knight. So I assume she's given the knight of honor because of her AIDS research. Um, and there was another British American actress who got it too. So there were two of them that were. So dates. who was who's that? It's not important. <laughs> so, along with her AIDS accomplishments, she does yet another like business opportunity. I guess she creates her very own perfume. You, I'm wearing okay, it right now. She's all over the board. No, you're not. Also, but like perfumes nowadays, every celebrity's got their own. Scent. But this was before that was like she kind of invented perfume. No, she didn't. She she, she didn't. Ma- did she make celebrities creating her, her own she, perfume? She was oh, one yeah. of the first, yeah. Because this was in 1987. Can you, can you back that up with evidence? I'm gonna back that up. Thank you. With evidence. Okay, the first celebrity perfumer was Elizabeth Taylor. In oh wow! Celebrity perfumer. What does with that mean? With a partnership with Elizabeth Arden in 1987, so she actually was the first. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And I can cite my source with https page six dot com. Thank you, Faith. Okay, so she created her very own perfume collection. And could you guess how much money this made her? How much? $20 million. Oh, my God. That's that's a lot for just your scent because everyone wanted to be Elizabeth Taylor. So if you're wearing her, you are her. What does she look like? She's pretty. She looks... Oh, yeah, she's really She is really pretty. She, she was known like for her, like, like, eyes. Yeah. Okay, so people loved it because... She looks like that actress in Greece. Yeah, yeah, that's what I yeah, thought yeah, she yeah. started that in first when I first looked her up. What's her name? Elizabeth I, Taylor. No, the actress in Greece. Oh, oh um Oh, uh it's um Stockard Channing, who plays Betty Rizzo. Yeah, Riz. Um Elizabeth Taylor does quite look like her when she's younger, but Okay, we're getting off track. So we're talking about the perfume business. Yeah. So it radiated her femininity. Fem, 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 femininity. Femininity. Well, you could say fem- feminism. I said femininity in this. Femin- it, it creates her feminism through floral and amber smells. Her first one that she made. And could you believe it? A portion of the profits go to AIDS research. Because <laughs> she just keeps getting better and better. So her best-selling perfume was white diamonds, inspired by her favorite gardens and diamonds. This kind of goes back to how jewelry was the third love of her life. That is true, yeah. And diamonds would definitely be associated with that. (laughs) Now we're going to talk about her own health problems. We know she was trying to save AIDS and stuff, but... Save AIDS. She was was having her own issues. Listen to this. She had a few hip replacements. A brain tumor, skin cancer, spinal surgery, heart surgery, and heart failure. I laid on thick. Yeah. That all in like her last year's... That's and not true. It, it actually, she had been struggling with her health she, over she time. She had been struggling. Due to her substance abuse. And she um, still lived to 79 with all of that. Oh, my God. She got her spine, like, yeah. a brain tumor? That's, you don't... Um, I did read somewhere, um, we didn't, I, I read, that um, she did have, like, part of her brain tumor removed. She had, like, spinal surgery. That's what I just said. You didn't say she had part of her brain. I said she had a brain tumor. Well, she had like obviously it's removed. not still there. Okay. You can get a brain tumor removed. Like that sounds dumb, but like. Oh my God. It, how do you think they get rid of them? Doesn't magically I disappear. Think they, did. they don't give you Advil. Have you seen Grey's Anatomy? No. Really not. Okay, so despite her <laughs> best efforts, again, you know, she tries to save Cliff, it doesn't work, and now it's caught up to her. Taylor died in 2011, at the age of 79 from her congestive heart failure. Okay, so she was buried in Forest Lawn Memorial Park. 
near her best friend, Michael Jackson. Okay, because he had died earlier at the age of, I'm going to guess, 23. What? <laughs> Michael Jackson died at 23? There's just no way. That's inaccurate. It was 50. 50. <laughs> Wait, can we talk about so Michael Jackson? 27 years um, Actually, no, we're not. That's a touchy subject. You should have mm-hmm. done MJ, the king of pop. You don't pop. skip a king of pop song. If it comes on, you're turning it up. You <laughs> Never skip. I think we should talk about him. That's that's off it's, topic. It's a little controversial that she would defend him. I think it is controversial. That it has a lot to do with today. Um, she would get canceled. She would get canceled. And if you get canceled, well, she had to have believed that he was innocent. What um, she would get canceled today, and I don't know how, how if she'll be coming back. They they look alike, her and Michael. Um, oh, oh, wow. Uh, I don't want to talk about Michael Jackson. Okay, so now she's dead. You know, she's next to MJ. He's he's playing Beat It and Thriller, and she's just chilling in the tomb. I want to love you. Be my Pretty young thing. Need to love it. Okay, so she... Are you going to leave that in? Y'all know who Shirley McCain is? I actually don't. That's right. It says McLean. McLean, yeah. So she's an American actress, you know. So after the death of her friend, Elizabeth Taylor, this is how she's remembered. And I think this really correlates to everything we've been talking about. Okay. So McLean says, McLean says, she had a way with men, but also great humor and humanity. Isn't that just touching? A tear just fell on my face. She had a way with men. She recalls Taylor as the kind of person who felt that things happened for a reason. Um, Like, Clint died so that she could... I'm going to take that out. <laughs> she she reveals that Taylor had dreamt of being a regular housewife. You know, that's why she marries old or young senator. Old, old senator. Old, ugly senator. <laughs> and the construction worker. Did I redo that one, too? She reveals that Taylor had dreamt of being a regular housewife. You know, all this fame, all of this controversy and all of this scandal with her she just wanted to be a normal girl there's nothing wrong with being a housewife either i know she'd been a star since a child like she needed a break and so she spent her whole life in the spotlight her entire life like when you're old you typically settle down but she just kept going up from her research and philanthropy 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 yep and that's that's pretty much it Anything you want to add, AC? No. It's been very That's all you, that, no, Yes, you do have something to add. What do I have to wow. add? Wow. <laughs> Worst guest ever. What do you want me to say? Just, she's interesting. She's very interesting. Oh, my God. I learned a lot about her life. What do you think your favorite part of this would be? Her saving Clint? <laughs> my favorite part would be... Michael Jackson. <laughs> yes. Michael Jackson. P.Y.T. <laughs> And her eight marriages. It's interesting. Thank you. You didn't even hear the first. No. I heard the last. <laughs> okay, crash quiz. How did she die? Oh. <laughs> I know the answer. It's easy. Heart Come failure. On. <laughs> we have a friend sitting. Our, um, she just reenacted her death and her pulling teeth out of Clint. <laughs> No, the plucking one by one out of his. That's that's what 
Yes. Not funny. My favorite part, part is Michael Jackson's allegations. And we're actually going to get into that on the next episode. Next episode? Michael Jackson. Who are we talking about? King of Pop. D. The King MJ of Pop. <laughs> and you know what we're about to do? We're about to beat it. Thank you guys for listening. We've had such <laughs> that was so good. Um, we've had so much fun talking about Elizabeth Taylor, and we can't wait to be back. And you know what? We're coming back better than ever. Um, making another episode next week. I again, I'm Faith Henley. I'm Mary Claire Fish. Our guests, Merritt Walsh and Eric Claire Captain. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, and hopefully we will see you guys next time. Tales from the Social Studies Department is a podcast of the Marist Podcasting Experiment and executive produced by Dr. Nick Hoffman. All views expressed herein are the views of the podcaster and not of Marist School, Dr. Hoffman, or the Social Studies Department at Marist School. Thank you.